Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Good morning. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Amy. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Good morning, Yay. everybody out there. This is uh, Amy Rizzo and Catherine Hogan here. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> We're here with our 10th episode of Woo-hoo. I Do Double Rescue. Digits. Double digits. Double yeah. digits. We've made it. And we are going to do our very best with our microphones today. Yes. So you don't hear our... <laughs> our our issues. Yes. So <laughs> so we're here back with I Do Rescue, again, the podcast for not planning your wedding, but to question um, the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. So we're here to qu- <laughs> you know, kind of challenge the wedding industry and all the things. So, and as we record, so just for anybody who's been listening to us, we, you know, we have a, I'm just going to say it, we have a pretty janky studio here in oh my, my living goodness. room. <laughs> we're literally holding like, okay, so imagine these two girls recording a podcast, you know, maybe you, you had this vision that they're like in a recording studio. <laughs> and like they have like a headset with like a microphone that's like attached to it and like or, or like a boom that's like right, right in front of them like yes. with like padding like padded walls nope or some cool like <laughs> old-timey uh microphone on a stand yes. with like <laughs> yeah, no yeah. none of that none of that so we're literally just sitting here in my living room um with my cat <laughs> holding a radio shack microphone these are these are, the, which are actually pretty good they aren't bad and they are um they were originally purchased for carrie they were they are and they, they do <laughs> fantastic for that but um, they sound pretty they have, good they i have think a whole nother life so but the but they're is, highly sensitive see, I'm like, to mine okay so they're <laughs> <laughs> so but what's funny is that yeah like we have to hold them up to our face as we're recording and when we do that you know like and especially Amy, who talks so um, <laughs> so expressively. My last with name her is hands. Rizzo. I am Italian. <laughs> Some stereotypes may not be completely false, and I move my hands almost constantly when I talk. So, so, so that happens. The microphones yeah. are so sensitive that if you just move it just slightly away from your mouth, then it sounds like you're on the other side of the right. room. Hello, one inch away. Hello, 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 hello. Hi. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yep, it's, that's it's, it. It's, it's we're doing our best. <laughs> so we need to get better microphones. One day, one day when our podcast is uh, maybe <laughs> making some money, we can afford to, to, to buy some nice microphone. Headset, you know, actually, <laughs> what I really wish is that we had been recording when you and I were uh, dreaming up, you know, how to fashion the microphone because oh we had touched on possibly creating like a like a harmonica <laughs> harness in order to like position the microphone in the right spot in front of our face. What, what or we what we deduced is that uh, <laughs> so even a microphone stand like because our our heads move like when we talk like you know we're you're an animated person when you talk and so the microphone needs to be attached to your head so it moves when you move your face right. when you move your head you know when you turn turn around or whatever turn your you know right and. Um, so yeah, so we were trying to figure out like how could we how could we rig up our microphones? Yeah, like, we want to keep these. We don't want to like hover over by another like set. a big old handheld <laughs> microphone like, t- <laughs> taped to like a hat or something. We tried like the whole like you know maybe like the p- idea of like you know wrapping it next to our head with like a headband or or some sort of yeah I don't know I mean. I don't anyway. even know. I don't even know that with all of our our art school resourcefulness. I don't think I that don't that's going to happen. I think we're just going to have we're to do our have best. We're just going to have to do our best to hold it right in front of our mouth, <laughs> right here, so provided that anybody us. even listens. But know. you know what? 
I think we have some great stuff to talk about. I think we do too. I think people are. If they're not now, they will be. I believe it. It takes a while for people to catch on to how we're awesome. We're only 10 episodes old. I mean, come on. I know. And uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're getting, we're getting it together. We're getting, we're getting a, a system down. But yes. anyway, thank you for being patient with us while yes. we uh, struggle a little bit with our electronics. But yeah. we, we are conscious of it and we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying so hard, everybody. <laughs> e for effort. That's we're, something. We're, yeah, we're, we're but mere mortals. So. <laughs> Um, but so anyway, how was your weekend? It was it was actually really great. I mean, it, <laughs> it was warm. <laughs> yeah, we're that's not talking all, about that. That's all I will say about the weather. It was actually really nice. Um, and because of that, uh, so, you know, I have, um, Mel and I are, um, we have an embarrassment of riches where um, we had uh, somehow for a couple with no children or anything, we ended up with three cars. <laughs> so we have well, people keep giving them to you. Apparently, yeah, my par- my parents gave okay. us a car <laughs> this last summer. And then we had one from our oldest car from like, gosh, 10 years ago. We're and not then, dealing and with the car. situation with Mel where he's like going through a midlife crisis. No, and he, like he keeps feels buying like cars. he has to keep buying cars. <laughs> right, <no. laughs> No, yeah, no, there's no okay. Ferrari. Yeah, do not picture that. That is not what's happening <laughs> no, here. <this> is, <laughs> these are like, you know, sort of standard <laughs> practical cars that are like, you're right. right. We just have several of we them. We just ha- ended up with too many of them. And then, yeah, and then the th- and then the other car, which was, I think it's only like two or three o- years old, we bought like two or three years ago. Anywho, um, so we don't need three cars. And so right. the oldest one, which happens to be a convertible, is um you know was was the one that we didn't need to keep it was time to anyway it's been pa- it's paid off it's right you know it's it's in, pre- it's in pretty good shape for considering how old it is and and we thought you know what this would be make a really good first car for someone and oh my gosh and it's we, red yes. it's a little vw it's so it's, cute it's really cute it's, it's sporty really nice actually it's a hard top convertible it's not like yeah, yeah. and it's and it's you know f- pretty well taken care of for the most part <laughs> and well the upholstery has got some wear and tear but that's about it that's if it's actually in good shape i'm just laughing I'm, I'm, i was just yeah continue yeah continue well anyway so we happen to have so you know mel and i have no kids to like impart a car on or you know per, you know right. all our ne- actually all our nephews are yeah, older teach, those, teach like, those dogs to drive or I the know, cats like I pootses. Know. actually yeah no uh, nick would have <laughs> been old enough for a car oh man oh, okay that got dark really fast sorry yeah <laughs> that was my kitty who passed away last year he was 17 but um, but anyway, Any, I'm sorry. So you don't have kids. <laughs> don't have pass kids. On the card, so yeah. now you've got have, three yeah. cars and just the two of you. Just the two of us. So, but we do have you know some really good friends. Yeah, and all our nephews are too, you know old or not. Like they're in college. Like they have cars. Like they yeah. don't need a car. So um, we were like, you know, our fr- our really good friends from college. Their daughter turned 16 this month. Oh, uh, that's and so that's we're, we're like, perfect. and and this this kid, she is really great. She's um she's like hard worker she's good you know she keeps up with her studies she prioritizes her prioritizes her um her work she volunteers she plays the violin and you know like in symphony like in like youth symphony um orchestras and all that sort of thing she she what the term is busking she busks that's hard to say busking it's such a funny word yeah she busks on the plaza which busking is where like where you have street musicians yeah and they play and then like you drop a dollar some money in their in their you know their violin case or guitar guitar case or whatever and um and you earn money so that's that word is busking i didn't even know that yeah but anyway i've heard of that she busks (laughs) (laughs) on the the plaza i love watching you say that (laughs) you really look like you're (laughs) 
like to yeah but. the present tense of that it's really hard to say um but she earns money to pay for her um her violin lessons that way that so is really i know oh my god what i know she, her, what her parents sweet. you know they're hard workers um her mom is a uh school counselor has her master's degree but again the education system just does not pay people enough and um and then my right. friend mike michael who um we uh went to college together we've been friends a long time he's another art obviously art institute alum. yeah <laughs> and uh he um you know he, he's he's a freelance artist and you know he's doing a good he's doing his best as he can and he's so talented but it's it was hard when you're yeah. freelance you know so they don't have, don't have an extra twenty thousand no, dollars for a car for for even for violin lessons for that matter and uh Part of that's also to teach their daughter. Like, sure. If there's something you want, you got to go for it. Anyway, point is that she's a really fantastic kid who doesn't you know, expect things to be given to her. Nothing's, you know, she's she's good, like a good head on her shoulders. And we're like, you know what? I can't think of a more deserving human being to, you know, to have a car and to start off those high school years with than her. So we were like, all right. So we got the car all, you know, oiled up and got, you know, the brakes checked and, you know, tires checked and all that stuff. Got it all fixed up. And then we met up with them on Sunday afternoon. You know, the, the weather was warm enough to actually put the convertible top back. So it was like, an, I, I, like my, my cutoff is 63 degrees. <laughs> it was 63 <laughs> and warmer. I'll put the top and sunny, you know, yeah. I'll put the top back. And it was. And so I said, let's all go for a ride in the convertible. And, and oh so, of course, she knows nothing. Like, she has no idea what's going to happen. And, um, and as I was getting the car ready to give to her, I was cl- we, it has like... Uh, a six disc. There's another. What's <laughs> 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 with S's and K's today? <laughs> six disc. Six. six, six yeah, not disc even gonna do this. You're CD gonna have to edit player. This out. <laughs> oh hell no! This is this is gold. Six <laughs> disc. <laughs> listening to me going six disc. <laughs> um, CD player. And so I'm like making sure all the CDs are out of it. And I came across my Smashing Pumpkin Siamese Dreams uh, uh, CD. And I was listening to it. I'm just like sitting in the car, like in front of my house, like oh, crying, wistful. <laughs> I'm like, oh, tears are streaming down my oh, face. Cameron, and it just, it. because like that album is for me, my 16th year of life. Like that, uh-huh. that it came out like right around the time I turned like 90, oh, 94. I mean, that's funny that that's in turned, there. Yeah. You know, and it was in there and it just so happened to be there. And like, when I listened to that CD, it's seriously like I'm 16 years again. And like, it, that was what. I was listened to in my first car, in fact, you know, which was, which ironically is a cute little red sports car. Oh my gosh. Um, and so full circle, full circle. I know the circle of life, <laughs> you know, like Pennsylvania, you're like holding up the cat, you know, I've <laughs> <laughs> never heard that. Like, that's what it sounds like in the Lion King right. when they're like, they're singing, Hanya, Hanya or whatever. And they're saying, uh-huh. it sounds like you're singing Pennsylvania. Never Pennsylvania? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So much of pop culture has has passed me by. Like I have no <laughs> well, idea. Oh I mean, god, I know about really? the Lion King. I know about Pennsylvania, but not uh, not <laughs> I, I, I actually cannot take full credit for that. I saw that on Jimmy Fallon where oh, it was okay. like it was like like tweets, like song lyrics that sound like something else and somebody uh, oh. inserted that one. I'm like, that is so <laughs> hilarious because it's so true. It does sound like that's what they're saying. Pennsylvania. Anyway, so Circle of Life, come back around. So um, so the CD, I was like, oh, my gosh. So so the way that I ended, we ended up giving her the car 
is I took that CD, wrapped it up in a box, and, you know, we all went out for coffee and we went for a drive. She's none the wise. She has no idea what's going on. And so I said, hey, I did get you something for your birthday. And I hand her the wrapped, you know, box with the CD in it. Oh, my gosh. And she opens it. And I tell her, I said, you know, when I listen to that CD, I am instantly 16 again. And... Um, and I also, um, I said, this is, you know, what I, you know, like it's, it holds a really special place in my heart for that. And I also thought that you might enjoy listening to it in your new stereo. And she's like looking around like what new stereo? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, the new, st- oh, I said the new stereo that's in your new car. And I handed her the key. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> and she was like, "What just <laughs> happened?" <laughs> hilarious. Did she expect it at all? No. Oh no 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 no. And she, you know, like she gave us the biggest hug, of course. And hey. and then and then like as we were la- we were laughing because we could tell her breath was just taken away. And then like her eyes started to tear up and like well oh up. Oh my like, god! You could tell like it was just Aww. like the, it was such a cool thing. So you know what to the universe. Thank you, you know, for this embarrassment of riches that I get to pass on my fortune to somebody who's so deserving of it. So, um, so yeah, to my friend, to my little friend, my young friend, Emma, and I know who you will have so much fun. Oh, that is such a cool way to start. It was such a, yeah. And I have to say, I have been in a better mood ever since Sunday, like just in general. Um, I just feel like less ruffled by things. I don't know. It's, I I needed. I needed that. It was really well. Great. I mean, and also, and also, um, I think there is something to be said by unburdening yourself of objects that you don't need. Yeah. You know. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like one less oil change, one less right, and it's property not even tax it, bill to pay. Right. It's it's the responsibility of the you know you own this, but also uh, owning things that you no longer have use for or that, you know, actually I did the same thing this weekend, very much smaller level, but (laughs) I had a pair of cowboy boots that were passed on to me and they were nice. They were like expensive and I didn't really want to get rid of them, Uh you know, but they were too big for me by like a size and a half. So I was like, "Eh, what size were they? 10. Oh yeah. It's big. And, um, I think we wear the same size. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why don't we share clothes? Why don't we do that girly stuff and share clothes? We could could totally do that. We totally do. Anyway, you were saying. (laughs) So, Anyway, and, uh, but I had just gotten my cowboy boots that I love, and I, you know, like fried and too, too, like they, I wear them. They're like um, tennis shoes. They're so comfortable. I mean, uh-huh. I can wear them like at the, at the baseball game kind of thing, Hell walk yeah. around all day, yes. you know. And I love them in the summertime. I love them with dresses, but they were starting to get a little worn out. So I spent like seventy bucks to get them resold because uh-huh. it was a worthwhile. Like I wear them, I love them. Right. And then like. Two weeks later, my mother gave me her boots, and I was, she's like, "Well, they're you know they're really really nice. They're very expensive, but I don't wear them. So uh-huh. there I have them, and I, but I don't know what to do with them, and they're too big for me. Right. And so um, I, and my friend Meg and I were you know kind of doing a little errand running the other day, and I was getting rid of some stuff in my trunk, just uh-huh. getting you uh-huh. know stuff that I didn't need, and they were back there, and Aww. Meg was like, "Ooh." These boots. And I was, uh-huh. she's like, now are these going to the thrift store? And I was like, no, 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 no. Right. I just can't quite decide what to do with them. Right. She's like, do you mind if I try them on? And this is like my bestie, you right. know? And she, and I was like, yeah, I didn't realize. And she's like, well, I like bigger shoes because she has plantar fasciitis. And so uh-huh. she likes you know, a little bit, something a little bit wider. Uh-huh. She tried them on. They were like, you know, meant for her. Aww. And it was just so like, oh, Yay. wow. Yeah, perfect. And yes. then she was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I'm so glad you handed these to me. But yes. I was like, no, no, I was waiting for the right new home yeah, for that. I don't want to just give them away to that's nobody. Exactly, that's exactly how I felt about the car. Like, yeah. you know, we could, yeah, we could have sold it. And sure. I may have gotten like 1500 for sure. it. I mean, and that's a chunk of change. But, but, not, but like, 
I don't know. Like, I guess I felt like the opportunity to make somebody's life who I care about so much infinitely better. Oh my god! It's like so much more rewarding to me <laughs> than car is. I mean, boy, especially in this time, you know, especially in Kansas City, it is a huge life changer. Yes. Yeah. You can't get anywhere without a car. It's really difficult. It's really true. We have some okay public transportation if you're desperate. But this, you know, yeah. yeah. You have saved her so much, especially yes. this and her time par- in her and life. Her parents too. I mean, her parents oh, right. were, you know, are the ones taking her to like <laughs> oh, all those gosh. practices for her her yeah. lessons, and that I she's know. working so hard to earn. You know, so I I yeah. literally yeah, this literally I'm gonna t- try to quit saying that. But <laughs> You're it was it was two days ago that I sat you know w- sat up in the morning, getting ready to take my daughter to school, and I. <laughs> found myself you know like you have these thoughts and you catch yourself thinking them and I was in my head like adding up how many more years of this crap do I have to get up every morning to take her to <laughs> take school her, like you're gonna, though you'll probably miss it when of course I will yeah. but right now I'm like god <laughs> you know like how old is she she's almost eight so 16 eight all right that's a long time still you know but uh, anyway but it, yeah it's a pain in the ass yeah, when you have to yeah you know have to go get somebody and pick yeah. Them. I mean, well, then, uh, of course, when she turns 16, I'm going to be heartbroken because yeah. he doesn't need me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Although I know some parents are like, yes, I don't have to take him to school anymore. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's obviously, you know, bittersweet. But yeah, I know. And it was it was really bittersweet to like to like think back like when I was listening to the Siamese music think about me and Shannon you know cruising around and like I was the first like I turned 16 before she did and I got a car before she did and so I I was the one with the car so I drove us everywhere yeah I drove I would take her home from school just because that's what you do you take your best friend and that is the best when you finally have a friend who has a car it's just like (laughs) and like she she was a bus rider like her parents were they worked and so if she you know she needed to get to and from school she had to take the bus Mm. and it's like high school you you don't take the bus in high school like Mm. I mean you know if you don't have to like that's yeah yeah, at least at our school so um so yeah so I'm like how like shoot girl I'm taking you home like that is that is what best friends are for right especially best friends with a car well I mean they're taking you home and like that's the best you will not ride a bus on my watch that's the best half hour of your (laughs) day you know like in the car riding around listening to music oh my god oh my gosh and then we'd end up at her house and then we'd help ourselves to a snack (laughs) her her grandpa used to call me the fridge Oh, because no. I would always help myself to a snack, and you always thought that was funny. <laughs> the fridge, <laughs> I guess, yeah. I think but we they need to bring they that always one back. Had, they always had such good snacks. My my mom didn't buy a lot of like junk food in general. Like she kind of steered clear of all that. But but yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> so they always had good snacks so i would help myself to a snack and yeah. then um and then yeah the uh uh her, her grandpa would be like the fridge <laughs> oh she's here <laughs> oh i see the fridge is here i know and it's <laughs> it, but you know you get comfortable at people's houses yes, and but that's how what, her parents didn't care i mean right, that's, why she, right. that's why they bought it. honestly you know the fact that her, their daughter made it home safe and had right. fun with her. You know, I'm sure great. they were happy to let you have yes. a snack. But grandpa, yes. and it's funny because we're going to touch on this very subject today. Yeah, grandpa probably had his own the generational generational yeah, like you don't just walk that. into somebody's house and they'll <laughs> open the refrigerator. What is this? You know, like <laughs> what kind of you know what are these kids today doing? Yeah, I mean, and I don't know. Like, if there's a weird thing that I've noticed with some of my friends who are somehow like more formal. Maybe they've had parents who were, you know. 
constantly preaching, you know, manners and whatnot. Right, <laughs> right. My parents apparently missed that. But, yeah. uh, you know, that they will still ask me when they come over to my house that they can use my bathroom. Huh. You know, it's, like, that, it's such a funny generational thing. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, you don't have to ask. Yeah. You know, like what? What? I find it complimentary when my friends show up at my house and like they walk into my kitchen and sure. like and they, again these are friends who who've been to my house several times. They, they know, know where things are. They know where things are. They go yeah. get yourself a glass of water. Go get yourself a coffee and our Keurig. Like go yeah. use our bath. Yo, mi casa su casa. Exactly. <laughs> especially yeah. Especially yes. if you you know your way around. But I do. They always think it's kind of funny and sort of stilted when somebody's like, "May I may I make use of your your facilities?" Yes. You know, <laughs> might I have this granola bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know. The anyway, fridge, the fridge, Catherine, the fridge, <laughs> Catherine, the fridge. Oh, I was at the time, Catherine, the fridge pots. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! That's your football name. That's my football name. Oh All right, let's gosh. move on. All right, let's well, talk about our subject today. Yeah. yeah. So we were, yeah, it's funny. We were just talking about kind of parents here, um, and um, what it's like growing up in a household. But today we are going to talk about um, the the role of parents when you are planning your wedding. Well, you know what? Let's back up one little step. Yes, we are going to hit on a topic that we're going to come back to yes. that we it's like so to big. affectionately call OPO. Other people's opinions. Yes. This is one of the probably biggest stressors yeah. for anybody planning a wedding, wedding yeah. and probably in all other aspects of their lives as well. But yeah, other people's opinions can seriously impact your enjoyment of planning and so many aspects Everything. of your day. But we definitely decided that this is a topic far too big to cover on one, one particular thing. episode. It, we have probably at least at least five or six sub um, topics under this right. larger topic. Right. I think it's we're true. you know, and we, we will cover those yeah. at a later date. But right yes. now, today, we are going to focus on one and probably a mm-hmm. one of the bigger aspects of other people's opinions is the one the opinions are probably the, the the people on this planet whose opinions matter probably more than anyone else's opinion for a lot of folks right now and of course we are this uh, we can preface this conversation in general that what we're going to address today are folks who have sort of normal appropriate relationships with their parents and I right know that everybody has that some people are estranged from their parents some people, some people have never have, met their parents some people have you know kind of severe anxiety with their parents like there's a lot of like complicated relationships out there that we recognize that that's out there um we are going to touch on that entire thing on a whole nother episode that's right so today we are going to be talking about the general um public who is probably you know has a fairly you know normal relationship <laughs> you can use air quotes right with their parents as normal as <laughs> any pr- every yes. parent-child relationship is yes and assuming you know that you have a loving relationship right and that um and those those are the opinions that probably matter more than anyone else in your world because they are the people who raised you. So, um, so it felt like a really good place to start. Um, yep. Yeah. I think so. Yes. So, um, but we, uh, yeah, we want to talk about. So it's your wedding day, and um, and and it's you know you're engaged, and you've announced it to probably your parents first, maybe. You yep. Know? And um, and it's like everyone's so excited, and everyone's you know celebrated and raised champagne and excited for the engagement. So now it's time to get down to planning. And of course, your parents are going to have some ideas. They're going to have some opinions. They're going to have uh, some things to say about that. And yep. before you guys have even thought to yourself uh, what season you want to get married in. Pick the date. Any or of the, any of that. Yeah. Your parents are like, so you're going to get married in a church, right? So you're going to, you know, you're going to invite your cousins, right? I mean, they're already kind of probably 
you know, you know volleying <coughs> to get their uh, their vision of what they think your day should be about. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so first off, we wanted to kind of review, like, what are like the range of things that parents will insert themselves in when it comes to your wedding? Yeah. So, um, and we have like a little list here. So the number one thing that probably your parents are going to weigh in on is who's going to be there. The, the guest, guest list. list. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> of course they're assuming they're going to be there <laughs> and, right. you know, and that's, and all of their relatives, which right. means cousins and, and yeah. aunts and uncles aunts and, and uncles yeah, that's we yeah. get into the extended family yeah yeah and then um and then probably and if you're lucky enough that you have grandparents their parents should be there as right. well right and then in some cases some of the parents even want their um their the family friends um, oh gosh uh like we had family friends uh, at our wedding people that were my parents friends but I'd known them since I was a young girl and right. I, and I genuinely wanted them there because they were special to me too. Um, but, but those folks, you know, are included and then you could, you could go from there. You could even extend it to your parents' work associates. Like maybe your this dad's is all right. The, or yeah. your mom's That boss. web. Yeah. It starts expanding pretty quickly and it's all linked to them. Right. <laughs> and, and never mind if you have uh, parents that are no longer together and so you have two, s two I, in yeah. my case, have two separate sets of, yeah. of what are all those description, you know, all, uh, the cousins and uncles and grandparents and uh, yeah. times two. Yes. Just for me. Right. Not, and, not to mention yes. the, the group. That's actually a really good point. So you could even say that this, like, you can take everything we're talking about today and, as, you know, a lot of marriages have, you know, for a lot of folks, their parents aren't together. So those two people have now moved on and oftentimes have remarried and they have their own other yep. family. Now, if that happens to be the case for both you and your fiance, everything we're talking about today, multiply that by four <laughs> because you yes. have four sets of parents, not just two, but four right. that you could be dealing with. Right. Assuming that both of your parents have split up um, um, between you and your fiance have split up and both have moved on right so it's and yeah, it can spin out of control real fast it really can and and um one of my least favorite um, personal moments there is when you know those those needs are in conflict with one another like yeah. the, the opinions um are yeah in conflict with yeah. right so you know my mom you know and often my mom will want such and such my dad's opinion he'll want such such and such right and um often they're in conflict but i also know that there's some um resentfulness and yeah. that like there's there's like in inner family dynamics just even right there and mm -hmm. so it's like you know the simplest things can can be ridiculous when yeah. uh, and and you know people that you invite and things like that just yeah you know even between like you said you know, if you multiply that times four, times four, and then you have like overlapping and conflicting, you know, desires between yes. those family members, it can, it can, it can be awful. It can get crazy right away, real quick. So that's and that's just guest list. Okay. The next thing we talk about is location. Same thing times four. Now, a lot of parents will oftentimes want you to have your wedding where they live. Like, cause maybe that's where you grew up. That's where their people are. Yep. You know, they want you to get married close to them. So I grew up in, um, in Texas, you know, the kind of the Dallas area. And we did have to consider that when Mel and I got engaged. Cause I'd been living in Kansas city for like six years, I guess at the time. 
uh, eight years, somewhere in there. Yeah, but and not as long as you had been in Texas. Yeah, not not nearly as long as I've been in Texas. But um, but yet my life was here, and Mel's family is all here. So it did make sense for us to stay here in Kansas City. So uh-huh. all of the Texas crew had to come up here to, to our you know to to the wedding and all that stuff. Right. But yeah, but it was kind of like, do we you know should we go back home to Texas to have the wedding because that's where my family is or. So anyway, um, there's a lot of conversation around, you know, what city is it going to be in? Right. Um, There's also conversations about, like, are you going to get married in a church? That was a consideration for our wedding. Right. Catholic. And so, um, you know, are we going to have a Catholic wedding? Is it, you know, is anyone else in the family Catholic? You know, is that inconsiderate, you know, to only have a Catholic wedding just because I'm the only one in this room that's Catholic? You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, you know. Yeah. So yeah. there's those questions. Um, I mean, and I, I, this yeah. is sort of on the same uh, token, but it, it also kind of goes into the probably the, one of the next subjects, which is budget. Uh, and that sometimes yeah. people, um, like, for instance, if you want to do a destination wedding, you've got people mm-hmm. who are weighing in on that, that, mm-hmm. you know, well... You know, you might want to get married, you know, in Mexico, but so and so can't travel, you right. know, or you know, They're then you go- travel, or right, and uh, so you've got, to, you know, now all of a sudden you've got to reconsider you know, your vision and your dream because you know you've got you know one or two family members who are you know not going to be able to make it or they can't it. afford it and right. you know, that kind of thing. And yes. not to say that you shouldn't consider them, but it's just right. one of many considerations. Uh, and yeah, that I think family is really big about kind of pushing. Right. Oh, pushing really you away from certain things that might, you know. Not benefit leave. them. Not or, benefit yeah. them. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, I mean, and that's natural. Uh, and again, and, you know, specific to your parents, again, assuming that these are opinions of somebody that you actually care about, that can be a very, um, uh, you know, stressful thing to have to consider. Uh, the other thing uh, is, uh, you know, what are you going to wear at your wedding? Like maybe, you know, and we're actually going to, this is probably a bigger topic even like this idea of like generational differences right so like you know your mom may have worn a very traditional dress back in her day and you know uh, brides today you know maybe they want to wear a a nice dress but maybe they want to wear it with converse shoes maybe they want to wear jeans (laughs) yeah or jeans yeah like uh, a lot of grooms nowadays aren't wearing tuxes like they wear jeans with like a nice button-up shirt and a jacket and, or a, and vest. a tie and a vest yeah like that looks really sharp it looks really sharp but, but it's a little dressed down because you're wearing jeans so i mean parents are going to insert their opinions on that kind of thing well we went back to this you know this is to touch on uh, you know well anyway we'll, we'll get yeah. to it later but you know the whole churching it up episode yeah a couple yeah episodes back we were talking about couples are much less formal these days yes and uh the generation a couple before generations them. before us still is very yeah. formal very formal very traditional yeah it's true um those those weddings in the 80s were like you know that's where you looked up to donald trump and wanted your wedding to be like ivanka Iva- ivanka yeah I ivanka. Think so. no and uh ivana ivana ivanka's a daughter i can't keep those straight whatever anyway but yeah like you wanted <laughs> to be like ivana and donald um you know at your wedding like you wanted this, right you know fancy well i mean in I'm thinking about the weddings of the 50s as well you know uh-huh. or, or or like just the fashion of the 50s where everything was extremely uh etiquette Yes. Based. Yeah. And um, anyway, we'll, we'll hit on that like later. Like you wouldn't wear a certain tux before a certain hour, that kind of thing. Right. And like you certainly wouldn't not, you know, you wouldn't wear a white dress if this was your second marriage. Right. And, it, you know, yes. oh, you wouldn't wear a T-length dress. You would, it has to be all the way to the ground. I mean, right. just simple things like, you know, the length of your dress is yes. like, 
you know, oh, you just don't do that. And right. I, and I, you know, like my mom sometimes will drop that on me, you know, some of these like pieces of information. And I was like, I, you know, I really, <laughs> I'm talking about irreverent. Like, I just don't, right. I don't know. I don't care, you know. Right. I've got bagel and cream cheese socks on today, you know. I mean, <laughs> I really those are awesome. I know. Oh my gosh, I love them. But I right, I wouldn't wear them for my wedding, but maybe I would. Maybe you but, would. Uh, any, but but you know, I mean, it's funny because there's all of these unspoken, you know, uh, you know, fashion do's and don'ts that I mean, I have no concept about that my mom yeah. grew up in that you it, know that just seems so natural and normal yeah. for her and to us we're like that's not the world i live in today i, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> what is this i have no idea what that is what is a t-length what dress what, <laughs> what is anyway. a cummerbund what <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so um but anyway so yeah your attire and then um the other big topic there also is um budget so th- your parents might have a say on your like want to have an opinion on what your budget should be so like right. you know um there are certain things that they expect that you should have at your wedding that would require a certain type of you know money investment in order to have yep and so you have to have a certain kind of meal you have to, people uh-huh, have to be able to yep. sit down and have something that they can cut with a fork and knife yes. like you're not just going to have sandwiches at your wedding right right or cocktail party or whatever it's right like, yeah like a like orders or whatever never mind that the price tag on something like you know is, a sit down dinner yes is, oh my goodness a lot. I mean, what, yeah. like thirty dollars a person? Oh, if you're lucky, if, that that's maybe that's more. that's starting. Yeah, that's starting. Um, you know, I mean, and th- this is a slight, you know, uh, tangent, but I will say that you know, this is probably one of my number one pet peeves in the world is uh-huh. when other people spend my money. Yeah, when they come along and they're like, right. you know, come into my house and it's like, you know, really need to fix this. Like, you know what? I have my list of my priorities. Right, right. right. Oh my god, the gosh. money is yes. finite, and I will spend yes. it how I want. And my mom's like that. She's always trying to like give me house projects. I'm like, it's on the list, mom. It's not at the top. I'm just telling you. It's, oh, it's it's not, <laughs> I'm gonna use that. It's <laughs> on the list. It's on the it's list. Not, at the, not at the top. It's it's oh down gosh. the it's down the list a little ways. It'll eventually come. You know, it'll eventually get its day. But right now, it's my not. mom was right though. Recently, <laughs> she came in and she saw something that she thought was a foundational issue oh no and i was like yeah but i'm putting in you know i'm doing it with my fireplace and my doors my mom's like yeah i'm sorry to say but your foundation has to get fixed first and i was like she's right damn it oh when the parents are right but luckily though i now i can get off my back though because (laughs) i did actually have the foundation guy come and look at it and it was fine and so but anyway but yeah Yeah. sometimes parents are right sometimes they have right yeah but but yes they often like to spend Spend your your money money. for you (laughs) sorry i I digress again mother father mother knows best sometimes they absolutely do though they they yeah so but because of that they feel like they have a say and and again this is in the world where you are paying for your own wedding right. which is a very um common thing today it used to be customary that the bride's parents would pay for it um but i think but that yeah th- we're no longer like paying no. paying a man to marry you right <laughs> it's exactly the point like today like couples Such are a older weird tradition yeah dude. it is weird like the dowry like, what the hell is that right like, yeah so weird i'll pay since you're <laughs> taking her off our hands okay, we'll, please we'll cover just the- take her i'm done with her what? she needs to leave this house she'll be a spinster if you don't get if you don't take her on for me yeah very strange anyway. oh it is weird but but nowadays couples are getting married like in their mid 30s and like these are grown ass adults (laughs) have houses and mortgages and car payments and oftentimes children and so you know if parents chip in for the wedding usually it's like a let me 
me buy you I'm sure. gonna buy your dress for you, you know, yeah that's, we'll hop on your honeymoon uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give you a couple you know just just because we want to be nice parents and, and, and contribute to you this it's a gift it's, it's a gift. not like yeah. they're not paying they're not for the wedding financing outright. the whole thing so a lot of people are financing their own wedding this is so true in fact you all I, you, I mean again I don't know that you know intricacies of every single bride that we that right. we work with or, or couple that we work with but generally if the couple is under 25 right the parents have a much bigger right hand in the I mean, who under 25 has money for a, a, like a traditional size wedding exactly and the price tag that comes with that but right. beyond that like you said i mean if you're 25 especially like 30 ish you're like you're like like you said a grown-ass person and yeah. you have and your parents are probably at that point like Right. You're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on you now. But, yeah. you know, but they still like to tell you how to spend your money, yes. even if it's, it's your yeah. money. They still do. Yeah. Just like I said, with my house, I mean, we've lived in this house 10 years. I'm 40. My parents are still, you know what you should do. <laughs> but it's, it is just how they are. They can't not be that way. And honestly, if they stopped being that way entirely, it would be kind of sad. I kind of right. like it. I, I mean, I still like, you know. It, it comes from a place of love. They can't. They can't help it. That's just. That's it's, just. It's, it's true. just the job of a parent. You just. Right. You know. They will never not want to do good for their kids and protect you yeah, and, and all that stuff. Uh, but but with yeah, that in mind, you know, it. they are going to look at you know what you know. There are some traditions that they may want to uphold or. Yeah. Um, again, there's maybe uh, some. I don't know if it's so much a social standing, but you know, you don't want to appear like you're being cheap or right. you know like. Like I said, like, you know, s- serving sandwiches at your wedding may seem like... That goes back like to that generational <laughs> etiquette, like we just talked about. I mm-hmm. think that drives a lot of that. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a generational... It's, it's just different nowadays. Um, and then the last thing we have on our list here is um, what vendors you choose and how attentive are they in the planning process? Which is funny because we, we see this in our world. So... With the Vow Exchange, you know our our little you know Vegas style chapel here in Kansas City, we um we do a lot of the planning. We organize the um the vendors on behalf of the couple, and we negotiate like all of the pricing, the delivery time, day, you know, and we communicate the details that we got from the couple in a very you know easy stream you know a, a sort of seamless. Um, system that we've created yeah. so that the couple can just answer a few questions and then go about their life. Right. But well, it makes parents nervous. Well, you know, and I, I, so not to, you know, to shortcut basically like we cut out the middleman yeah. in the planning process. So, you know, they basically just deal with us and we manage all the like, you know, making all the, the sausage behind that because yeah. there's, it's a lot. And, you know, a, it relieves like, as we have mentioned, it relieves a lot of the stress on the couple. Yes. But it makes the parents very nervous yeah. because they're like, well, we're not going to get to meet with the florist. We're not going to get to, like, you know, have a tasting cake. and we're yeah. not going to, yep. you know, and, and that, that whole conversation takes a lot of finessing because, yeah. you know, the, it, 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 to them comes off as, you know, we're just sort of, um, I don't know, deflecting or, right. uh, or whatever, ra- rather than seeing it as a value that right. we are making things you know, less stressful for the couple, you know, right. That, you know, we they're have not getting the value of the service because they didn't get all the things that they had to. Yeah. And they're not going to have, you know, these personal one-on-one meetings with every single person who's going to touch the, you know, the event of the, you know, the yeah. day of the event, which, you know, and again, again, we've talked about this yeah. many times that like, that is a perceit there's a perception perceived. of that, mm-hmm. that that needs to happen. And it's just not true. And that's also a generational thing as well. Cause like, again, that's just how it's always been that, um, that if you have, you, you know, your vendors, all of your vendors, all, you know, what shoot, 
eight, ten, twelve of them, however many you end up using for a wedding, Something given like all that. the different yeah. services. If they're if you're not, you know, juggling all twelve of those personally, then your wedding is certainly going to fall apart somehow. Right. And like, you know Well, well not not I mean uh, you just, gotta, just, you know, here's a here's a little argument you that. can use when you're talking to your parents about this yeah. sort of thing. I'm just you know comes to mind is that like, you know, I would tell anybody who has that opinion of like, well, we need all these different hands on deck. That is that is 10 different hands that can, you know, mess something up. And then yeah. you have a game of telephone. Uh-huh. I prefer to let them know that, that you have one point one of funnel. contact. One point of contact mm-hmm. who will yes. funnel all this different information into one spot. Uh-huh. You have a far better chance of success yeah. with one person managing these details than, yeah. you know. I, I mean, <laughs> this is... <laughs> story yeah. for a different day but i just yeah. this whole thing with home depot because of this like you know you've got eight different people on a project and you know nobody knows what the hell's going on right. and it's a, just a freaking mess yeah. so yeah. you know you can yeah. tell your parents hey trust me i'm trusting this person right you know, it's basically you know a person who's going to plan your wedding and be yeah. the contractor for your event yes this is kind of the um this is back to our house analogy our, i think it was our second episode yep. uh what buying a house and planning a wedding have in common this is exactly that topic so but it makes parents nervous and so they're going to oftentimes insert themselves and feel like well you know is your wedding even being you know managed you know because you're not meeting with anybody you're not you should be busier than you are it's like no yes that's the brilliance of a modern wedding business is that they understand how to um, streamline this entire process so that yep. you can live your busy life. So, but anyway, so that, that that is just a short list. And good Lord, like we're already 40 minutes into our podcast. And like that is just the list of things that parents do to insert themselves in their in a wedding. And there's probably a gazillion other ways, but those are just like the those top are the ones. Those are the big ones. Those are the those big, are the big ones. ones. And, you know, probably stuff, a lot of that will branch off from one of those items. Right. But um, we, again, you know, yeah. obviously there's going to be other emotional and is- other types yes. of issues, but that, like we said, it's going to be a, a, that's a, that's a subject for a different day. Right. Yes. So, so the next we want to ask, okay, so then why is it important that your parents insert themselves? And like, we kind of, we were just yeah. actually kind of touching yeah. on this a minute ago, you know, yes. part of it's that they, you know, they are older and wiser. Right. That parents are going to be parents. <laughs> they're gonna, parents they're, parents going to parent. Parents going to parent. Parents going to parent. <laughs> I love I it. There's got to be a, a shortened version of that. <laughs> but, but that's exactly right. Um, but they want to, um, you know, they've lived a few years and they want to make sure that you, uh, th- that, that you benefit from their advanced years and experience um, and know so that you can help them um, help your children so the parents can help their children sort of avoid whatever whatever pitfalls they personally experienced in their life. Right. Know? And I think that there's a piece of it when like, um, you know, kids are get married, you know, or, you know, even if they're, you're a grown child, um, you know, you are now kind of embarking on uh, like a, a fork in the road where you're branching off from them as their child. And now mm-hmm. you're becoming, you're kind of becoming your own person, right. your own family. And I feel like there's a part, you know, especially from, the perspective of being a parent you know you want to make you want to see that that your child is carrying something of you with them into uh-huh. their new life some and value that you gave them right whether right. it's whether it's you know your your yeah the way that you you know manage your wedding or or like little traditions that you follow through with you know they want to see 
themselves in in this new life of yours right right absolutely and yeah and, and it does come from a place of love and they can't help it like we said parents kind of parent but um <laughs> but it is but it is because of that um need to ensure that you you get get it right and that you don't make mistakes and that you don't suffer the heartache that maybe they suffered at, on their wedding day because they didn't think to do this other thing or whatever right um they want to make sure that you follow those same guidelines because they want to ensure that you have a successful result so it does come from a place of love but it doesn't always reflect reality so um the other thing um parents will oftentimes get involved because um they um uh, they're asserting their view of how the world should work. And this is what we just were talking about a little bit earlier, like the generational differences uh, between when they grew up, what was customary and they want, you know, they want to see you um, follow through with those things the way that they understand that in their world. Yes. And, you know, and yeah. So yeah, they're passing along the, you know, whatever importance of etiquette you know they have they're passing that on to you or um sort of imposing that on you in some cases where right. you know yeah i mean and probably uh, honestly you know it's it, <laughs> like the state of my daughter shit rolls downhill they probably you know inherited <laughs> a lot of that from their their yeah. parents you yeah. know and so it's true you know you're you're kind of having to you know account for etiquette and traditions that could go back as far as great grandparents and stuff like that yes and actually you know what's interesting is i imagine in the grand scheme of the wedding industry across our country that the different regions and different areas very different expectations in terms of those traditions and and uh, generational etiquette like i imagine the south in general probably has a really a lot more rigid (laughs) a lot more structured sense of um etiquette than probably other areas right like california where it's a little well, newer yeah, exactly and, and i mean little... this just came to mind so i mean we maybe just edit this out yeah. but i mean <laughs> i just thought about like but yeah you know like the royal weddings you know and that mm-hmm. whole like yes. thing like and i wonder like oh, you yeah. know like we Meghan have... merkel and all that yeah how they were well, like we subscribe dress and there's some uh different wedding you know, blogs and podcasts and, and planners that, you know, we follow on Twitter that are in Ireland and England. Uh-huh. And I always find that really interesting, you know, like how they go about it and how much the, um, you know, the, the, the Royal family and all that impacts the, you know, expectations. Like, yes. is this, you know, cause in the United States, you know, there's no, yeah. whatever. I don't know where Barack Obama got married. Right. You I know, I'm no idea. His wedding. Yeah. But, or his uh, children. I will not follow his kids get, when they get married one day. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, our country, we don't have those types yeah. of, you know, we have our own weird traditions, but, you know, there's right. not like that other, ex, yeah. you know, exterior. Maybe like, celebrities. Pre- celebrities. Like, it does influence dress trends. Like, what Kim Kardashian wore at her wedding. Oh, definitely. That, now everybody yeah. wants that dress or whatever. Yeah, right. So you will see that. But, yeah. Dre- yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, uh, basically just saying that, you know, that, you know, your parents have, you know, uh, their kind of traditions and their etiquette uh, expectations. But, you know, like you're right. I think probably it does change from, from, you know, different parts of the country and, yeah. And where, you know, where they were raised, you know, my, there's a lot of military in my family and that those people tend to be a lot more traditional, a lot more rigid. And there's, you know, that whole thing with military. Yeah. There's a whole other set of, you know, you can't wear boutonnieres on your, on your uniform, uniform. uniform. Yeah. I I can't remember. There's, it was interesting when we learned that that. we're like, Oh, we have this great boutonniere for you. And they're like, Oh, I can't wear that. And it's like, 
oh okay i understand yeah yeah makes sense but it was just like oh yeah duh you couldn't put something on that uniform that was (laughs) it's already perfect as it is right perfect as it is right but anyway um, but anyway yeah so that lint so your parents can't help but look at your wedding through their lens and that is the lens that they're coming from is whatever their past was and it doesn't always match up with the present. Um, and that also influences, you know, like uh, even the etiquette of like, you know, who to invite, you know, how far down that list you go. You know, you can't invite somebody without inviting their spouse or their kids or their whatever. So, I mean, there's a lot of different um, lenses to look at that through. And then the other one is um, and probably the biggest reason that parents will insert themselves in your wedding is if they have any um, literally skin in the game, like if they are paying for anything in your wedding. So if your parents are involved in financing um, a portion of it, um, uh, you know, specifically like the reception and all that, they're going to want to have a say because it's their yep. money. Yep. Yeah. And that's a tough, and that's a tough one because, and we've even experienced that even with, you know, with our events, like something that, you know, our bride really wants something but then we'll kind of get communication from the parent who really wants something and they're paying for it. So it's like, who do you listen to? That is the toughest conversation I ever have is, you know, we've already had that conversation. We've toured the space and they've chosen what they want. Yeah. Often happens with the reception packages, which are a little higher dollar. And uh, the bride's all in. They love it. They're excited. They understand the parameters. They like it because it's simple. Yes. And then, you know, maybe a month or two before the wedding, the parents want to come down and check it all out. Uh-huh. Because they're paying for it. Because they're paying for uh-huh. it or, p- or for a portion of it. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I go through my normal spiel and explain, you know, uh-huh. this is how we do it. And you could see the look on their face of like, I <sighs> don't understand. How's this going to work? If this doesn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah. Like, like she doesn't get to choose the, the buffet. She doesn't get to, you know, all the food ahead of time. Yeah. Well, how yeah. do we even know? And, you know, and yeah. I, of course, you know, have my, you know, my, my answers that I help, you know, kind of alleviate their really, <laughs> yeah, any, yeah, any stress they their, have, relieve their, their stress, attention. you know, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, let them know that we've done this many times before and that mm-hmm. we try to make, make it easier on the couple with fewer decisions, um, whatever. But, yeah. uh, it is, it's a, it's a tough conversation to have because, yeah. you know, it's one thing to talk to the bride who's much less formal and wants freedom from decisions and it's it's another when yes. often the parents are like retired and they have more they time, have time on their hands yeah, and they like, let <laughs> me help let me get in there let me uh, put me in coach <laughs> yeah right oh gosh <laughs> you know i mean and you know it's, it's it's understandable especially when you know the parents are putting in like i said you know several thousand dollars to to make this happen it's not yeah. nothing right but yeah they, and they there's a legitimate reason that they that their opinion should matter on that yeah right but Absolutely. but it is you know then you but you're also fighting the you know the years of tradition and expectations that the parents have so and ultimately the couple whose wedding it is you know and you know that you know whoever is the one walking down the aisle it's you know and they're grown adults right we're ho- you know we're, these aren't children getting married right they're grown we don't, adults. We don't yeah we do not uh, allow right. and we want uh, minors to we get want married the grown adult <laughs> who's who's you know whose wedding it is they want them to be happy so yep. whatever you know so even if it th- if that's at the behest of the parent and you know a- a- unless the the parents uh, emotional uh, effectiveness is tied to the happiness of the couple directly, then of course it matters. But when you have to pick between the two, it's, oh, you know, we go with the couple, it's their wedding. Yeah. So it's, and it is, it can be challenging even as a wedding in the wedding industry, as a wedding vendor um, to navigate those expectations when parents are paying for it. So, yes. um, so then, but yes, uh, the budget piece of that is definitely big when, 
when uh, p- you know when parents are looking to get involved, and that's what gives them sort of a leg to stand on, so to speak. So um, the so so all that considering, we thought it might be smart to kind of take a look at okay so then why not just let your parents just run the show like why not right <laughs> right so i mean you could technically you could say like here you go okay i'm gonna pay for your wedding i know what you want you know i know how this should be done just let your parents do it and there are a lot of couples who will probably do that because honestly they don't care and if it makes their parents happy great but um <laughs> but there are some things that a lot of couples aren't really prepared to compromise and so there are certain things that are at stake if your parents insert themselves too strongly in your wedding and this is probably where the clashing starts to happen so um, number one is that the focus is no longer on you and what is special to you and your fiance so um, you know it's you know if there's something that um, you know it's like it's almost like if you are, you know, you're walking down the aisle, but then your mom comes in in this like fantastic gown, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, and they don't realize they're doing it probably, or maybe they do. I don't know. Do you remember <laughs> on Parks and Rec <laughs> when Leslie Nope is announcing her candidacy or she's, she's running for city council. Oh, her mom is like a piece of work. Well, yeah, here, but yeah. I'm thinking this yes. is that the Tom Haverford is, is running the, uh, he's 720 entertainment 720 uh-huh, is like uh-huh. doing all the audio visual for her oh, yes. and she yes, you know yes, she yes. walks in and like this whole, it's all there's, there's nothing about her like right. it, it is, her name is nowhere uh. you know it's all this advertisement <laughs> for entertainment 720 uh-huh. and she's like wait i this is you know it's supposed to be for me <laughs> right, right nobody even knows i'm running for office and it's like <laughs> sometimes people you know of course it's tom haverford and he everything right. has to be all about him but you know there is something you know to that where like you know hopefully your parents understand that um, this is your day. Is your day. You know, this yeah. is not. You know, this is not an advertisement for you know Entertainment Seven Twenty. This is Leslie right. Nope's day, right? And they let you <laughs> shine on your day rather than making it all about them, right? Because that that can really that can that really can overshadow yeah. your day. Yeah, and again, it comes from a place of love. We're coming from that assumption that that is, but they they can't see the blinders. They can't see past that. Right? They're not doing yeah. it to hurt you. They're not but doing they, it to hurt you, but they don't understand that that you know you you are your own person and and right. Tom wasn't trying to hurt Leslie. No. He was just he was just trying to save his company right right, right. but but it doesn't change the fact <laughs> that yeah. it, it seriously impacted you know yeah. how how everything went so yeah, yeah i mean i'm totally. sorry to, but yeah, i have to bring up parks and rec i have to it wouldn't be uh, an <laughs> id rescue be, without parks be. and rec <laughs> right but but either yes. way you know it, yeah so that that could that's a major issue though that you, yeah. you know the day could be more about them than you something else that's at stake is you could end up with um with some interesting guests at your wedding that you didn't <laughs> that, to be like there. how you put that. <laughs> I'm say interesting because it could be on many levels interesting. It could be um, complete strangers for one, like yeah, people, uh, like friends of theirs, friends of theirs that you've never met before, and right. now you're buying or them barely dinner, know, and yeah. like you were planning, like pledging your forever to some other human being, you know, to someone else, and there's this dude sitting out there you've literally never met. Right. I mean, that could happen. Um, or worse, they insist that you that somebody's invited that you don't get along with, like maybe or you've got some weird past with a family or whatever. member or something. Uh, yeah, you just don't like they kind of cause you to feel stressed out. Families are yeah. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but families are complicated, <laughs> complicated. <laughs> and a lot of weird stuff. So yeah, yes. you don't necessarily always want every single person in your family at every event. So no, yeah, and you you know again you you know you don't you don't yeah. have to. So but right. your parents but may. It, this it, is yeah. Know. This is if you let your parents kind of. Yeah. You know, right, kind of take control of it. You could end up in the situation. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing is, um, you could find yourself like, kind of just waiting for it to be over. 
you know, like oh, that would be kind of a bummer. Like you're getting married, it's your wedding day and you know, you want to be excited about it, but at this point your parents are just kind of like taking it and run with it and and you're just sort of like along for the ride and you're just thinking to yourself and you're not really enjoying the ride right you're just kind of like i guess i'll wear this dress sure i'll put my i'll wear my hair this way i mean i guess whatever and just because you want to avoid the arguments and the disagreements depending on how assertive your parents are you're just along Um, for the ride and then and 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 you're thinking to yourself oh my god I just need to get to the honeymoon <laughs> so I can like be done with this. And Let me know when it's life. over. Yeah. I mean, that would be, like, it would be kind of a bummer awful. like to yeah, be like, sad. yeah, hijacked by your wedding essentially. Um, and, and then, and then we also talked about this a little earlier. Um, if your money, if like you are paying for it. So that's also at stake. Right. That and you could, you could also, I mean, I think really one of the most tragic things that can happen is that you can go way beyond your budget you can spend more than you ever intended to spend. Sometimes people take out loans from yeah. the bank and that kind of thing because there's this external pressure to buy things and do things in a certain Have it way. Done in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it can be it can be very costly. And uh, that is that's that's a long term. That's not just the day of your wedding. That's something that you're going to have to pay off over yeah. a period of time. That's a big commitment. Create resentment down the road because you're be, you know you're making payments on those credit cards or on that you know personal yeah. loan you took out or whatever. Um, that yeah, and you're still you're still trying to pay for the wedding that your parents wanted you to have, and you know that Ouch. That, c- that could be yeah. That's not a worst case scenario, but even on a small case, you know, like again, like I said, well, earlier, every dollar the example, counts. The yeah. example of buying dinner for some stranger that's <laughs> at your wedding, like, yeah, there's <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like hope you had fun, Mister. You know, Mister. Uh, whoever you are, whoever you are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. So anyway, I mean, there is a lot at stake when it, you know, it, it should your parents sort of take over the things and, um, but then, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a very, uh, stressful place to be when you're trying to, uh, negotiate what, you know, what your wedding day is going to be when, when, when you have your parents involved at the, to that degree. Um, there's also something to consider though, that it might actually matter some, in some cases, Right. So, um, you know, these are your parents. Yes. We're assuming you love them, you know, and <laughs> and that, you know, you want them. To At least be you happy. did before you started planning your wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm just yeah. And you, yeah. you want to honor them because they're they are, you know, they are, again, like the two people two opinions probably matter more than or four or four or two to four. Or I mean, in my case, I have four parents eight or eight people or eight. Yeah. Right. yeah. But, but um, depending on the role of your life in your life, but who, you know, and uh, and seeing them happy does make you happy. I mean, there's right, there's and a, and there's, you there's, value there's, their you opinion. Can't, you can't deny that there's that element, right? Um, yeah, I do this a lot with my mom. Um, my mother's so cute. She, um, she oftentimes like she'll buy me things for like my house. And I didn't necessarily want it, you know, it wasn't anything that was on the top of my list, but I can tell it brings her joy to see her do nice things for me, for yeah. her daughter. She's always buying me a new plant and I'm terrible with plants. They're, I always, they always get, either I kill them or my cat does. It's like one <laughs> or the other. And so, and, and I, you know, and, but I, but I find it as, uh, you know, it's like an expression of love, even though I never asked for this thing, you know? Yeah. So it's like. Those things are inserted on me. They're, I wouldn't say, I, I, I use the word insert, not imposed, because it's not an imposition. 
but there are some times when it's kind of on the edge like is this an imposition i don't know <laughs> but, but mostly mostly i'm like oh hey if it makes you happy mom then yes let's go shop for that table that you think should go in that wall right there <laughs> you know like okay let's do that if that's yeah. gonna, if that's gonna make you feel joyful that makes me feel joyful and right that's the honest truth yeah and um, i mean uh, yeah yeah uh, I agree. Yes. And I mean, and, and I, I, I also, I, I don't know if this is like something that we are put on our bullet point list, but I feel like yeah. one of the things that um, I will find myself doing when it comes to my parents' opinions is um, that despite the fact that I'm independent and, you know, I, I, I have all the answers, my parents are often right. Yeah. I hate to say, it's you true. know, and um, I... I, despite, like I said with the story about the foundation of my house I uh-huh. you know really was not at the top of the list and I did not want it to be because who wants to pay for a foundation repair boring yeah. expensive oh. yeah like, but like I want to paint my house I want to right. let's go make it a new color that's way more exciting <laughs> than <better>. foundation <laughs> but you know I mean <laughs> my parents have over the years proven to be pretty rock solid in their suggestions and yeah, so i yeah you know i there is the benefit of them probably having some really good guidance that's true and that may not always be the case and yeah. perhaps you have your parents have a terrible track record of, no, of right, bad advice right. this is true <laughs> but if they do <laughs> you might want to honor them in you know just to be nice or to be considerate of them uh-huh. but it also may be that they have a point they have a point yeah, it's, it's very true. Like my, my mom bought us, like my parents are big on nature and I've always loved how much they love living things. And they, you know, whether it's plants or pets or, you know, whatever, but they like to encourage wildlife in their, in like their private outdoors um, area, specifically birds. That's so yes, it's that's a, up there with weather. It parents is. Parents love yeah, birds parents and weather. Love birds and weather. <laughs> and so they bought, they bought us a bird feeder and it's like, you know, we, we, we put it up and, you know, we, we kept it filled with bird seed and oh my gosh, it's like our backyard was like a fucking, like, we're snow white. It was, yeah, it was like snow, like a Disney movie, like a fucking so Disney cute. Movie. I love it. it. I so love it too. Cute. It was like, we had like all the birds and they're all singing and they're all like, you know, it was, it was just magical to watch our backyard come to life with bird, all kinds, blue jays and cardinals and yeah. finches yeah. and they're swallows and all of it. Like there are, I mean, so many different kinds. And I'm like, this is amazing. My parents were so right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a little thing. Like this isn't like a big, like, you know, you should really save your money for retirement kind of you know, advice, which <laughs> I get that too <laughs> right, from my parents. But like just a little thing, like here, let me buy you this bird feeder. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just this added, is a life-changing I added experience. so much. Yeah. Except for then you had to keep it filled which is what I hate about it. Yeah. I but anyway. <coughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's it's so true. Yeah. Um the other uh you know, the other reason to kind of allow them to to impact the decision making is that um you you know, you appreciate them chipping in and you yeah. really want to, you know, you want to kind of, you know, bend and compromise on some things because you you know, you, you wouldn't have a wedding otherwise, maybe. Right, you may yeah. not exactly. Like not ever like there's a lot of folks where life is financially a a bear and you don't have like some you know money stashed to decide to have a, a party or a celebration and yeah and having your parents join in on like help you what help you out with that yeah it's totally it can make yeah it can totally um kind of bring the wedding to to life if if they actually are able if your parents are able and willing totally so yep. so it might be worth to compromise on some things like if if you really feel like you know y- this can't happen without their financial support, yeah, 
So and what else? Um, and then I think the last uh, the last piece here uh, is that you know, and and you, and you really hear this mostly when you talk to um, adults, you know, who are getting married, whose parents have passed away like really early in their life, and they think to themselves, "Boy, what I would have given to go shopping for my wedding dress with my mom." You know, like that's oh. the stuff that like breaks my heart. And you hear those, you hear stories like that from some, you know, couples and brides and grooms, you know, that they missed out because their parents are actually deceased and they're gone. They're not there to even be part of the experience, but they really do feel like they missed out on being there. And I would say having been married, you know, having my mom with me was shopping for a dress, like, and I went by myself because I just wanted to make a decision for myself and kind of clear my head on what I was looking for. Cause gosh, there's so many options out yeah. there, but then after I did that, then I brought my mom in and I said, Hey mom, help me pick out, you know, something between here and there. And, yeah. and it was just, it just made it feel so much more like, yeah, just magical. Special. You know, it was great. My mom was really involved in the dress. Um, she was, uh, so when I was engaged the first time when uh-huh. we actually got pretty far into the whole thing, uh-huh. my mom and I went to uh, side Rudnick's on the plaza yeah the, pl- the, the really oh, nice the fancy store it was she, on it was in uh Crown oh Center. no no what was the one on the um oh kaplan's kaplan's yes yes oh my god i love that place uh-huh. and so we went in there and she and i chose the fabric and she was going to sew the dress for me because she's amazing it's really cool really cool and it was going to be like a long skirt and then like a, a separate top but it was sort of look like kind of like a dress but uh-huh. it would be like a really nice fitted skirt and this fitted separate like very sequined top Cute. not sequined, like beaded yeah and um it was so cool you uh-huh. know for uh-huh. her to help me that yeah kind of reminded me of a lot of the things that we did together as i was growing up right. and she taught me how to sew and um the fact that you know it would be you know tailored to me by my how mom was special i thought so too yeah. you know and yeah. um she was That's very my, cool. my mom was the per- by the way the perfect mother with planning oh. my wedding because oh. she was like be- oh because she had the experience of people when she got married to my dad uh-huh. uh they basically ran the whole show uh-huh she didn't get a choice at all they had to have it in this like tacky ballroom at the you know like oh. it was just she hated it and so when it came time for me to have my so wedding she's learning from her she mistakes did yes and so she was hands off you pick you pick yeah and she would say like you know i'm happy to you know tell you what you know if you need any guidance right otherwise just tell me what you need and i'm here to help right and i I don't want to make i don't want you to make the same mistake i did by letting somebody else plan the whole thing for me yeah how interesting that that's actually the opposite that you know yeah yeah hear hear about it was really cool and and, uh, i think yeah and um uh like i said uh that but having her involved and i never did get married (laughs) but Uh uh it, it was that alone just even the planning process yeah. my dad was gonna cook you right. know Every and my mom was gonna that, yeah. sell me a dress and i that was all i really needed was their contribution that way right so anyway um that's very cool but yeah i love that idea of like you know there the one of the things you could really lose out on by sort of severing ties or, or not compromising with your yeah. parents is are those moments yes where you do get to you know you get to share those times together yeah. dress shopping and and it's i think the um for me the measuring stick is that whole if they were if they were gone how sad would you be and i and my, again my apologies apologies and my hats off to you couples out there who did not have your parents on your wedding day and that was a hardship I, you know, seriously, you know, I salute you. I bow to you. I, that is so hard. And I, you know, and 
God love you. So, and, and let that be also a lesson to those of us who do have our parents with us and a reminder when they, when they, when they get really like in the weeds (laughs) there with you, that it could be worse, that they could be gone entirely. And then how, and 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 they are, and then what a loss that would feel. And they are just trying to do it because they want to. Yes. be helpful for the most yes part. so so looking at both sides of that and both yeah. sides of like how parents can be we'll just call it like the pita pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> about planning your wedding or on the other side you know not having your parents there could be a significant loss of an opportunity yep. you know loss of things so you know it can go both ways so here's a couple thoughts that we had for couples who are listening and trying to negotiate you know how do we how do we survive our parents when we're <laughs> we're trying to plan this thing and 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 actually enjoy the planning process so I would say this this would be where I would start and again we're coming from a perspective that you have a normal communicative relationship with your folks that they actually care about what you have to say when you tell them something they do listen um, and that you you just decide together you and your fiance decide um, like what is the number one and probably next to that number two most important thing that at the end of your wedding you will be like I really missed out because at this one one number two thing did not happen yep. so you know maybe it is you know I really want it to not be big you know it really makes a bi- it really matters to me that I know everybody who's there and having more than you know 50 people there will make me super anxious and nervous and and also stressful uh, maybe that's number one and then number two is um that i don't know um you get to wear what you want or maybe you want certain people to walk you down the aisle or maybe yeah i mean it could be yeah it could be any number of things it could be about what you wear or what food or yeah it doesn't have to be specifically about the guests right or yeah but but whatever it is it's really where it is yeah where it is in a church or i absolutely have to get married in a church or whatever Uh, whatever those number one and number two things like those are the things like if your wedding happens and you didn't get that number one and number two thing you're going to be kind of annoyed and really disappointed in the end right or maybe it's a maybe it's a money thing yeah maybe your number one thing is that you want to keep it under a certain because you just don't believe in spending a lot of money on a wedding like you know that that it's uh unethical or whatever or kind of just a waste you know so so but you decide together you decide what are the number one we're just giving you some ideas just ideas you might choose what that might be and then um you know and tell your parents okay I know that you're going to have some ideas and I definitely want your involvement because I love you. And, you know, and I want to share this planning experience with you. It would be terrible. But, but this this is the number one and number two things that is the most important and do not, you know, do not encroach on those two things. And then help, help us achieve those two goals yes. kind of thing and, yes. and if you ask for their help in that also you know parents love to be helpful yeah. so if you say you know this is my dream I want these two things mm-hmm. more importantly than anything can you help me have a really tiny wedding yeah yeah this is important to me yeah you know or I really want you know whatever I mean I really want to keep it under five thousand dollars mom can right. you help me do that right mom is on it I like how you say that like make it a problem that they're there to solve dude <laughs> you want really, you want like, your mom involved totally, you want your dad involved yeah. dad will you help, help me, me with, <laughs> help me with this really specific thing that you would probably have disagreed with <laughs> if I hadn't asked you for your help with it <laughs> <That's> exactly <laughs> right yes That's exactly right I mean and, and I, I mean again it's like you know unless you have uh, never tried this maneuver before you know that is the quickest way to get somebody to help you out especially it's a true. parent you know yeah. somebody who really wants to help you out and they look, live and right. breathe to help you <laughs> if you uh, frame it up that way they'll they'll be there to help you it's almost like that um, that um, 
and I only know this because I used to work in education briefly, where that teaching with love and logic, yeah. it's the, and I know that they have it for parenting with love and logic. Mm-hmm. It's this exact same idea. It's almost like it's the idea of like giving somebody control, but on your terms. So it's like, yes. you know, it's like you, you frame the reality and then you, you basically say, how, you know, we're like, like you're going to bed now, right? <laughs> it's time for bed. You're going to bed now. Now it's your choice on whether we go to bed, you know, singing and dancing or we go to bed, Perfect. I don't know, galloping like horses. You want to, yeah. Do you want to read before bed or do you want to play yes. cards before bed? Right. Which one? Because we have 30 minutes and yes. this is what we're doing. And, and bed is going to happen. That's not, nego- <laughs> that's the part that's not negotiable. Both end but with how bed. It gets, both end with bed, but however it gets done is so totally good. their choice. Is that yes. Faye? What's his name? Jim Faye? I don't remember uh, the Yeah, author. it's a, it's amazing. It, I have to say, there are I lo- so many I love, tools. I love my husband dearly. Oh my gosh, I use this all the time. I think you can use. Him. I mean, I, I think you can people, use it with you a lot use of people. Every, probably <laughs> me all the time. No, I mean, I, I definitely, I, I see it coming into play a lot. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, it, my my yeah. favorite is you know like picking a phrase, uh huh, and then just repeating it. It doesn't have to be like you know, I you know, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, when uh, Sophie doesn't have a dad. I mean, yeah. he has a dad, but he's not right. like living with us. And right. so, um, you know, I, we were like, how is she going to address this with her friends? And I kept telling her, tell uh-huh. your friends, oh, every family is different. My family is my mom and my dogs and me. Uh huh. And if anybody asks you anything else about it, just say that. Just repeat it. Repeat it. Just repeat that. Because, you know, <laughs> otherwise you're, you're getting into the weeds about stuff that nobody it doesn't it's matter. Not, nobody's business. <laughs> no. But yeah, I love that. Like the idea of like, mom. I told you what's really super important to me is that I keep this wedding under five thousand dollars. Right? Can we? Can you please help me do that? And yeah. then just stick with that. Just stick with that. Just yeah. Keep, because just keep, keep coming back to it. It's too hard to get into the weeds yes. about other little details. Yes. So like if it's not under five thousand dollars, eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But yeah, that's exactly right. And and I, you know, and I know that this is like, oh, it sounds so easy. ID rescue. Like <laughs> you try <laughs> dealing with my parents. <laughs> so you know, I know we were just sitting here just saying, all you do is just this. It's just ooh, just like. Split, no big deal. <laughs> and um, and meanwhile, we're getting you know we're oh I can God. hear you guys through the speakers cussing at us, going whatever. This is bullshit. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say. But I, we're not saying that there may not be yeah, some, uh, some some friction, some, some friction, or there yeah. might be an argument about it. But you know, the thing is, is that in the end, even if you yes. have a big blowout argument about whatever it is. I How promise that you'll go to your other, you know, your corners yes. and you'll, you know, you at least will have said what you yes. need and they will hear you. Yes. And even if you have to do the, the thing where you repeat it a few times yeah. so they hear what you're saying and yeah. they mean it. Yeah. Um, and better to have that then than than get all frustrated on your wedding day because you bit your tongue on the whole way through. Right. Or that you end up, you know, going into debt because you just didn't, you know, have the have the nerve to say something. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there there are, as we mentioned, there are some pretty high stakes yeah. here. And um, it's a big day. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't go perfectly, but it's a big day and it's a a, a costly day. It can be. Yeah. It can be. It can so be. You can make those uh, it's it's worth it to uh, have a have a, a perspective and to stick with it if yeah, you can absolutely. if you can if you can yeah Again, you can at least realize. try at least give it a try <laughs> you know try. at least try <laughs> and, I, and then you know you might be surprised you'll end up with a really good conversation at the beginning and 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 more understanding and very helpful. Uh, partners in the planning process because you know that they're going to weigh in so you might as well just you know kind of wrangle that horse you know sort of uh what wrestle that horse now (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you can, you know, and and and, uh, and then right off into the sunset together. So that's oh, that's so yeah. pretty. I love it. That's, <laughs> that's good. My, that's my Texas analogy for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the clomping. Oh my goodness! Happy trails <laughs> to you. And on that note, <laughs> until oh. we meet again. Yeah, and we'll see you uh, soon next week. Yes. Uh, for episode eleven coming up. Yes. Thank you again for um, listening and and joining us in as we kind of uh, attempt to tackle this very um, lofty topic and uh, hopefully this is helpful for those of you out there planning your wedding so we do thank you for your time and thanks for yeah thanks for listening to I Do Rescue and uh, we'll We'll, see you next week we'll see you next week bye